Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast with Kim and Amy. Bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews and recommendations for whatever we read that week. Amy, what did we read? We read The Rake's Daughter by Anne Gracie, which is the second novel in the Brides of Bel-Air Garden series. We Mm -hmm. reviewed The Scoundrel's Daughter previously, which was the first novel in the series. Mm -hmm. So this is the second novel. Mm. Anne Gracie and second novels. We love you, Anne Gracie. We really do. And we'll keep reading them. You keep writing them and we'll read them. Are you going to do the spoiler-free recap with that tone? Go. No, I'm going to try not to. When's it set, Amy? It's set in Regency, London. Mm, Excellent. So basically this series is set around a garden and there are houses in London and they all back on, think Notting Hill style, they all back onto this big private garden that is only accessible to residents of the houses that are around the perimeter. So this one particularly is about two sisters, Clarissa and what's her face? Isabel. Isabel. So they're half-sisters. Their father was an absolute so-and-so really nasty guy, and you find out right at the start that he had a a child out of wedlock. Clarissa is his only legitimate child, his daughter Clarissa, and he had another child with... Because he's a rake. Because he's a rake, but not one of the cool, like not one of the cool, awesome, no, no, no. reformable rakes, but like actually he's just a really he's neat man. He's a bum man. hole. Yeah. So he had another child by this other woman that he knew about but had never supported and it had just been like, I don't care, take it to an orphanage, whatever. Her uncle turns up to kind of like dump her on his doorstep oh. when the girls are quite young. Well, because the mum dies. Yeah, because her mum had yeah. died. But the first kind of Clarissa learns about it and the first we intru- we are introduced to Isabel is she gets kind of like dumped on – is he an earl? Yeah. Something. Baron – Maybe something yeah, but about it. Doesn't really matter. But he's some sort of nobility. Nobility. And she gets dumped on his doorstep and he's like, I don't care, take her to an orphanage, take her to like a just take her away. Dump her somewhere else. I don't want her. And Clarissa meets Isabel and is a very lonely child because he won't let her play with the village kids because they're below her. So she kind of lives this sad little lonely life. She's like, Oh my goodness, are you are you my sister? And they're like, yeah, probably, whatever, as little kids do. And so Clarissa essentially adopts Isabel. And in that moment kind of like grows a backbone that she hadn't hitherto shown and will not give her up. So just hides her on the estate. And the servants The servants back them up because nobody likes the mean guy and they all kind of like the girls. And that's essentially how Isabel and Clarissa live like the rest of their lives. She refuses to give Isabel up. She knows her her father isn't on the estate very frequently because why would he be? like a shooting party every like few months and they hide the girls. They just hide the girls away and that's it. That's how they live their life. So as we kind of start, that's kind of prologue. As the book proper starts, um, her father has died and um, the romantic hero of the novel, whose name is Leo. Great. Leo has just discovered that he has inherited custody, guardianship through of an, Clarissa. Through an error. The Earl meant to give them, you know, got the, like, which which Earl or Duke he was yeah. wrong in the will. It's sort of nebulous, the it's reason nebulous. why. It's nebulous. And also that kind of, he kind of says that where he's like, oh, it's not, surely he didn't mean me because he didn't, he wasn't acquainted with the girl's Yeah, I don't father. know who this guy is. But he was, his father was friends with him. And so 
they he's like i don't think they meant me but he had been he's like an earl himself leo is an earl and he had been earl for like a number of years for a long time already kind of thing before the girl's father left this note saying so basically uh, it's really weird it's, it's never explained yeah he sort of by maybe accident but in a way that he can't escape, gets yeah. given guardianship Clarissa. of Clarissa. And it's all connected as a part of the guardianship is this letter where the girl's father, like, completely slags off Isabel and is like, she's a lech and she's dragging Clarissa down and she just wants to be a courtesan. So, how, like, she's awful. Give her, blah, blah, give her blah, some blah, money blah, and blah, blah. set her off. Yeah. So. Leo reads this letter written by a man he doesn't know but knows that his father, who Leo doesn't like, like who Leo knew kind of ran in these awful circles and everything he knew about the girl's father he didn't like and the girl's father had a reputation in society of being the worst Mm -hmm. kind of man. He reads this letter and immediately internalizes it as truth. And it then affects the entire rest of the book. So basically, he's trying to marry Clarissa off, and the obviously the only way to do it is to enter into society. He doesn't have any sisters or anything, so he's got to kind of like work out who's going to sponsor Clarissa into society. But the main sticking point in the book is he is saying obviously Isabel, as an illegitimate offspring, cannot enter polite society. So it needs to just be Clarissa. But Clarissa is like, well, it's either both of us or none, or of, none us. of us. And so he's like, well, it can't be none of you because I don't want to look after you for the rest of your life and you need to go and get married. So this is what we're doing. And she's like, well, I'm not doing it without Izzy. And that's it. They put down their foot. And then that's kind of the central, I guess, that's the central obstacle or the or the thing that makes this everything a bit antagonistic. That, you know, everything will be ruined exactly. if it comes when out, it comes out that he's launched this person who isn't legitimate onto society. Exactly. And so that's kind of it, really. I think we all know how Kimberly feels about this book without even hearing her summary. So throw to me and I'll then give you, a you hint. can read your script. My feelings are not beige. <laughs> She wrote a script. I didn't write a script. I wrote a big long note because I. This is pretty much a script. Because when I read books that I feel passionately about, particularly passionately in a not great direction, I have to read multiple books in that week to get through it. And so I have to write down my thoughts. Otherwise, we get to the end of the week and I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea what I thought. This is all fair. Well, I would like to know what you think because doubtless you'll be like, it's okay. Well, I thought it was pretty boring. I feel bad for... um, You're so mean. ...for characterising you like that. Carry on. I'm just much nicer about the books I read. I thought it was a bit boring, and I didn't particularly like either of the characters. The characters I liked the best are clearly coming to be the characters in the third novel. Yes. Leo's friend and Clarissa. Clarissa. I, you know, all the tone that you delivered about the letter in your spoiler-free recap, I completely agree. That really annoyed me. I couldn't understand why Leo was being pretty much so mean. Such a prig. On the basis of some guy's word that he didn't trust anyway. And he was framing his meanness as no, it's looking out for you. And it meant that. But in his own, but you're inside his head and he didn't buy that. But he was in really... his own head, he was like, I don't care about Isabel, she's not my problem. But also, I do care because, uh, 
It's attraction. Like it, it was, was it was Isabel. Oh, so that's why I didn't mention that in my spoiler free recap. But Isabel's like apparently hot as toast. The end. Amended. The characterization of Leo was very inconsistent. And I had several goes at it. I read, I was about 25% through reading, reading, reading. And I remember looking at it and going, what? Reading, reading, reading. I'm only 25% through. So it was, it felt, it was a very quick book, but it felt very long. Yeah. And then, you know, he was doing things that maybe were nice, but you're in his head and you were never thinking that he meant things nicely. Because he didn't mean things nicely. Yeah. He wasn't misunderstood. We are inside his head. So he's like. Oh, anyway, I'll get into it in mine. I'm not even going he, to steal yours. I didn't, Sorry. clearly don't feel quite so passionately really about it as you. About I just it. wouldn't recommend it because I think this is going to be a read the first, read the last <laughs> series. I think it's going to be a read the first, read <laughs> the last Although I, I will still, I'll still read the third one. So will I, the like friend I said was, at the start. The friend was nice. I wasn't a big fan of how they got together and how it was all resolved. I Me thought neither. it was a bit sort of, you know, to reduce it to a small amount of words, ick. And it didn't feel believable or genuine. And I just fundamentally, I didn't like either Leo. He was inconsistent. I didn't like Izzy. She was really annoying. And it's hard to feel strongly about a book with two characters who you're like, eh. I feel strongly about this book. (laughs) So I'm going to say it's it's not a recommend from me. And I'm going to throw to Kimberly, who I really want... You just want me read. to read the notes I want that I wrote. Read your notes and then you can expand. All right, I'll just read. How do you I'll... feel about this? Is the what this daughter. is what I wrote as I as I read the book. Go. Okay, so it starts with, ugh, <laughs> he is a total hypocrite. He is not a good person. That's in caps. Yes, it is. He legit spent 99% of the book believing in his core that she is a trash person because she is illegitimate right yeah literally the whole time and when he'd be like wow i was wrong two pages later he's back making the exact same assumptions for the exact same reasons also i cannot believe the point at which they like about so that's all i'll say that's all i'll say because anything else is a spoiler but if you read it and you get to the bit where they have sex i can't believe she did that what was she actually thinking? That was inconsistent for her character. I, I she agree. She didn't even like him that much to throw it was everything very away. Sudden. It was very sudden. It was very, very sudden. sudden. And given everything that, like, her whole backstory and his whole backstory, I was like, I don't buy this. And also, you're just a very self-destructive set of people if this is what you're choosing to do in this moment. Yeah. There was literally no reason for it. Also, I just didn't like her. Everyone kept saying, as in Leo was the only one saying it, but they kept saying that she was like a ray of sunshine and this breath of fresh air into the ton and people would be milling around her at a social event and we're inside Leo's head and his internal monologue is like, but of course they're all milling around her. I mean, look at her. She's the most bright, wonderful shining thing to happen to the ton in years and years and years there were zero examples of that happening everyone swarmed around her because she was very very attractive right yeah aside from that she was just she a wasn't very mouthy rude so-and-so like the only thing about her that was interesting or different was that she mouthed off all the time and made snap judgments about people when she decided she didn't like them she was super cruel the way she treats her neighbor 
in there's a this very annoying female neighbor in who's about the girl's age. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, she's annoying. I know she's annoying. And Clarissa I was of... quite good at being like giving her a cut, but being like, no, I'm not going to be horrible. She'll be like in a novel, the I third so novel too. with a happy story. I want to see her get like novelled, um, novelled away from her mother. That's yeah. for sure. But Clarissa was not clever. Clarissa is the uh, sorry. Not Clarissa. Izzy was not clever. Izzy is the mean girl at school. That's who she was. The most attractive but girl in your cohort. No, sorry, didn't care. Because I don't know. I'm not, I can't go into why I don't care without it being a spoiler. But also, I was just like, I know your backstory is rough, but also you lived a much better life than a lot of other people with your same set of circumstances got to live. Yeah. So my level of sympathy for you is massively limited. There were a lot of snap judgments. This novel was about snap judgments. Yes. That was the problem making is they both were making them. But they didn't overcome that, I felt. No, they didn't overcome mm. it at all because they didn't acknowledge that that was an issue. Yeah. Because Izzy was wonderful. There was nothing wrong with her. She had nothing to overcome. It was all him. And oh, he didn't overcome anything. Right. So she wasn't particularly kind or clever and part or of intriguing was... or intuitive or anything. There was nothing about her that was redeemable. Her only, her only thing was that she was actually hot. I am also, like, I agree with you, it's going to be a first and last situation, like, as in I'll, I'll enjoy the first and the last one of this series because I'm not super into Clarissa either. I was like, eh, okay. The Autumn Bride series, the Chance Sisters, the second one was great it's and true. the third one was less, That's was so the true. weak one. That was a really strong series. He is... A gross lech. Wow. I he can't is like how strongly you feel about this. He is this. not a romantic lead. I said he to is you, not a it's nice a person. bit slow and I don't oh, think you'll like it, but horrible. I didn't expect this. I did not enjoy him. I didn't him like him. At he all. didn't He didn't at redeem all. himself at no, all. No, not at all. So and I'm, she and, didn't grow as a person either. And I can get... I can get past if her if her dad had had this sterling reputation and so it took him a while to be like convinced that this man who had a sterling outward reputation was actually was evil. actually evil and had written this whole letter full of lies. Fine, I could have bought that. But for him to know that that letter was probably there was like that his the father was he not was a reliable an trustworthy source. source and then have nothing she had actually done in front of him, apart from being ill-bred in some of her behaviours in terms of the way she spoke and how outspoken or a bit raucous she was at times. But he, in his internal monologue, loved all of that. That that was the sunshiny, awesome part of her that he was attracted to. Mm -hmm. So there was nothing that she did that should have reinforced this belief that she was lesser and probably immoral and promiscuous, right? Nothing that she had done suggested any of that. Mm-hmm. Amy is going to make me delete half of my rant because it was spoilers, but I can condense it to this. At the point at which you kind of reach the second to last hurdle to them just being together, and I say it with that tone because we didn't need the last hurdle. This one would have been enough. Actually, it should have resulted in her not getting with him at all because it's awful and yes. he's awful. Yes. But I found it was one of those cases of his behaviour was irredeemable. She gives him another chance after this and she shouldn't have. Yeah, I, he didn't redeem himself. No, he was unredeemable. That was, so I was like, oh, well, that's over. And <laughs> When I finished it. I just didn't like him and I didn't like her and I just wanted to hit him in the head. Like I actively disliked him. So... 
on that note, I would totally recommend it. It's such trash. <laughs> We're gonna both say this is trash. Totally trash. Yeah. I I hated it. This is uh, fire burning. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I wow. Would, yeah, I would set fire to this one. I it, it was a struggle to get through. I read three other things simultaneously. And I don't have a lot of time to be reading anything. Yeah, I, I was, read a, yeah. I read a simultaneous book as well because I was like, and when I was like, I need to finish it, I picked it up and was like, oh, uh, <laughs> I just gotta finish this book. Stand him, and it was one of those things where, like, when you have those friends who say stuff out loud, and you kind of, and you kind of challenge them on it, and yeah. they double down and are like, no, no, that's that's totally a legit way that I think about. That I think about, like, ladies or, you know, like, I just, I can't, th- and the other thing I'm really struggling with in this review is limiting the swearing. Like, I, my thoughts will require a lot of swearing as well, so. I edited my script because it had, it had swears in it and I feel like we're not supposed to have No, swears. I have to tick the explicit button. We don't want to have mm. to do that. We're a family podcast. <laughs> At any rate, total trash. Sex. Don't do it. Swerve. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Join us again next week when we might read something I liked. And at any rate, guaranteed it will be spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations, even if Amy has to edit the spoilers out of my recommendations. And until then, as ever, happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.